0: the bluegrass intro Yeah, want it, Yeah, it's recording now. Yeah. Oh, okay. soul. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Now listen, man. I like the news. You guys like the news from CBS? No, ABC, the other baby boomer network that's going away. Remember when there were three of them? Nah, happy kids don't. Actually, don't remember that. You guys don't even remember pre-cable uh, days. That's how young you. That's how old I am. That's how young you guys are. From ABC News, the formerly reputable place, paying for President Trump's travel and security costs. This has, this has taken the country by storm. This is, now it's kind of funny because ABC, one of the three most reputable news networks in the United States, never really paid attention to Obama. Oh, now it's Trump. Oh, now all of a sudden, oh, now we're against war. Now we're going to pay attention. First see with Bush Jr., we had to pay attention to war. Then Obama just kind of went away and we never really, there were no, there were no, you know, women against military madness and there was no... Uh, Operation Pink or Code Pink, there was that, and now now all of a sudden, no war is bad. Now all of a sudden, we're paying attention to to uh, to government again. It it's just not to take a tangent, but it is really nice to see. Yeah, you, know, you. I don't like Trump that much personally, but God Almighty, is it beautiful to see him skewer the media and highlight just what a bunch. A bias. It's not even fake news. I mean, yeah, there's certainly fake news, and uh, but just the bias, and for for someone to finally say, "Yeah, I don't need you anymore," <clears throat> and then Fox News was skewering CNN. The, they were they're showing bits and segments of uh, all these CNN types getting their panties in the bundle that that Trump was basically skirting them and ignoring them and, and telling them to shut up. <clears throat> we're the're the press we're, it's like now, yeah, you are the press. you are the press. you've given them a bad name and you're biased and you're worthless you you're just you're all you guys are are tabloids. That's all you are. Left is So anyway, I find it interesting now the media all of a sudden has an interest in presidential traveling costs. but there's there's a lot more here that the media, even the right wing media failed to mention. So you got the old captain here <clears throat> to explain it to you from ABC News. President Trump is spending his third consecutive weekend away from Washington, D.C. at his luxurious resort Mar- Mar-a-Lago in Florida. The series of getaways is drawing the attention of government watchdogs and members of Congress over associated associate security and travel costs. Uh, visit to a southern golf resort, which Trump dubs the Winter White House, will continue frequently over the next four years, aides say. The taxpayer is on the hook every time the president flies to Mar-a-Lago, every time the president uses Air Force One. We pay for it, said Tom Fitton, president of the conservative watchdog group Judicial Watch. So it's it's not new that Tom Fitton at Judicial Watch covered this. They've always been covering it. It's the fact that ABC now has decided to cover it because now they have a political incentive because the guy in the office has an R in front of his name. Well, metaphorical R. Uh, which has been filing freedom of information requests to obtain government records and reveal the full cost of presidential trips. The group has monitored President Obama Obama and now President Trump. While the travel is not unprecedented or inherently improper, the Trump presidency does pose a highly unusual and undeniably costly logistical and security dynamic given Trump's multiple homes and expensive locations and four active adult children who each require security protection. Let us take... Because I want to digest this fully, let us separately look each one of those. One, yes, Trump does have adult children as compared to, gosh, Reagan. I think Reagan was the last one that had adult children. So we got to go back ways. But everybody else's children has been children. And so they don't have these active adult lifestyles. But with Trump, uh, Trump's children, they are different in an additional regard because they're not trust fund baby, Chelsea Clinton becoming hedge fund manager at 26, uh, lie around, go to that uh, prestigious little uh, 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 private school all the presidential kids go to. Uh, They're entrepreneurs. See, this this is where Trump, and he even beats Eisenhower. I've pointed out before that Trump is the first president we've had since Eisenhower that wasn't a career politician. Well, Trump is also the first president we've had since Lord knows when that is from the private sector. That is exclusively from the private sector, and in part because he is an entrepreneur. Um, you may claim, you know, you rightly claim or point out that he got a lot of his money from his dad, but he has built it. He has predominantly, if not totally, been in business, and and at an executive level, pretty much the entire time. Now he has instilled these virtues, or at least somewhat of his work ethic or philosophy, in his children. They they all seem to be entrepreneurial. Ivanka's got her clothing line that got canceled at Nordstrom's. His sons, I guess he's had them take over his his uh, his uh, business because he doesn't want to have a conflict of interest. And in having these kids be very active and entrepreneurial, yes, taxpayer America, you are going to have to take care of it. You are going to have to watch over them. You are going to have to. They're not all staying at the White House. They're not all there Hang, holding hands with Michelle Obama or or um, what was George Bush's wife's name? Barbara. No, that was the old Bush Jr. What was her name? The 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 kids aren't at home. That's all I'm saying. The kids aren't at home. They're out and about. And so it's going to cost a lot more money to watch them, especially given that they're all entrepreneurs. And especially now, don't blame don't blame Trump for this. Everybody says, hey, you got to you got to divest yourself of your, your your business interests. There might be a conflict of interest, which I agree with. Well, who else is going to be a better steward than his children who he's brought up to be entrepreneurs? So not, he, he gave look, you guys got to understand what Trump gave up. I've thought about that. I'm, I won't let I've thought about running for co- not Congress for governor of Minnesota because it'd be fun. But then the problem is it might be like Trump. I might actually win. And then you got a real job. And the pay is kind of marginal, especially for a real job. And then I'd be stuck in Minnesota. I'd be like, crap, I hate this state. I don't want to be here. It's a real job. Obama learned that. He's like, oh man, here's a real job. It's not just like writing books. But he he gave up managing his multi billion dollar empire. And that right there is a sacrifice. So all of a sudden now we're saying like, oh, Trump, it's going to cost more money. His children are out managing his business. People are spinning this, not even spinning it. Even conservative talk show hosts are are like criticizing Trump. About his children, he's sending his children out there. Well, what was he supposed to do? You guys all demand that he divest his interests in his, in his businesses. So he has to find a good steward and someone who has his best interests at heart would be his children. So now they're managing So this is not nepotism. You guys forced him to forfeit the management of his multi-billion dollar empire, which he charitably did. You think Trump couldn't go have more fun? Who wants to be president? That's a real freaking job. He could be making so much more money than the paltry 400,000. And now the American people, conservatives included, are bitching and whining. Oh, here's a, we got to take care of his kids. There's traveling expenses. His adult children shouldn't be. It's like no, Any one of his adult children that gets kidnapped is, that, that would compromise the. US security. So I, honestly, I don't care if it goes up to a billion dollars. This is the cost and consequences of having a real man who's done real things. And has real investments and real tangible assets and real family members in his life. And I believe they're adult, but this is this is the cost and consequences. This is not Barack. What did Barack Obama have? What was his interest? What did the what did they what did the uh, security, the FBI and the Secret Service, what did they have to protect? His books? That was his empire. He was a nothing. He was a nobody. The the problem is you got a real man in the office now who's accomplished real things with his life, not just a uh, book about myself and my dad and how my mom was a fucking whore and and the memories of my father and uh, Michelle or uh, Oprah please sell my book. This guy has interests overseas. This guy has investments overseas, and he has well, of course he's been married several times. He keeps breeding, alpha. So it's going to cost a little bit more to insure this guy. Hey, you know what? You guys keep paying all those, oh, the governor, they need more. Oh, those, those, uh, what's the, what's the saying? All the, uh, uh, scumbags in in Wall Street. Oh, we need to pay corporate executives this much. Otherwise you don't get the talent. And now, now the government, now especially Democrats are starting to use that so they can pay their buddies, especially in the St. Paul public schools. We need to pay $500,000 a year with a luxury car and a living allowance for our, um, What's it called, superintendent? Well, now you actually got a guy who's actually done stuff with his life, and now you guys are shocked that he might want—you know—he's—he's got—he's got interests. He's got—he's interest. got, going to go travel around a little bit, and that he has his adult children who aren't layabouts. This isn't Jimmy Carter's brother. If he died, no one would give a crap. And, and and I'm trying to think about like with the with the Trump children. Like you you think they. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're very proud and happy that their dad, uh, you know, won, but this also, now they're at risk too. They're taking a risk as well. So that's the first one. What was the second one? Let me revisit the article here. Uh, well, travel's not unprecedented logistical insecurity given troops multiple homes, expensive location, and four active adult children who each require security protection. I think that was the second one, is that the children are adults. And not loser, let's go live off the trust fund baby money, like many a previous president, Republican and Democrat included. Uh, the Trump administration won't provide dollar figures for the initial trips to Florida, but one presidential trip to the Palm Beach area in 2013 cost taxpayers around $3 million. Well, that's, <laughs> that must have been Obama in 2013, because it wasn't Trump. Uh, if President Trump is going to go back and forth to Florida every weekend... Those costs could really skyrocket, Fitton said. The presidency is too big, it costs too much money, and if anyone is able to cut down the cost, maybe President Trump can. Fitton suggested Trump spend weekends at one of his properties closer to Washington or even Camp David, the presidential retreat. I'm not against it. I'm not against Trump trying to, uh, you know, rein in the spending. Uh, but it's it's going to be much harder for Trump, infinitely harder, simply because, again, uh, of the breadth of his... Of his Achievements and his his investments, and the number of adult children. So I, it, it, you know, this is and and hey, look, what are you protecting? You know, what are you sending? what What are what are Trump's kids doing? They're managing a business or businesses. That's noble. This isn't. What's her name? Michelle Obama went on some shopping spree over in France or something. Cost five hundred thousand dollars, like, a, or a dinner cost. It was so egregiously disgusting. So what? Oh, Michelle Obama could go chit chat with her local uh, cackles of chicken hawks or whatever. The the big deal, the big complaint I heard on the news was uh, Trump's sons are going to go to Dubai for a, a ribbon cutting ceremony for real estate uh, development he's got out there. Well, that's GDP. That's money coming back to these United States of America. That's more that that development right there is more real work than Michelle Obama ever did in her life. Uh, so you can't you can't fault Trump for this stuff. You just can't. Uh, in the past, Trump has been sharply critical of the cost presidential of tra- presidential travel. He lambasted President Obama on Twitter for millions of dollars as unbelievable travel expenses, and suggested he spend more time golfing and campaigning than working for the American people. Now in twenty fifteen Trump went so far as to publicly pledge that he would rarely leave the White House because there's so much work to be done, the Hill reported. But so far Trump has shown no indication he's looking to cut down on his own presidential travel costs. The guy the guy has been in office like a month, guys. Give give it some time. Uh, the White House did not respond to ABC News requests for comment about the travel, and the administration will not provide details about the cost of travel and security. Well, why should he? Why? Why would they, ABC? You, you're not news. You're not journalists. You guys are hacks. You, I wouldn't, I wouldn't contact. You know what? He's got Twitter. He's got YouTube. Um, you know, if you want to get get it from, hey, hey ABC, why don't you why don't you do what we regular consumers of media do? Is that we just go straight to the horse's mouth and we listen to his YouTube channel? Well, he doesn't have YouTube, but we listen to Twitter. Or oh, we'll listen to a press release from him. Not not through you guys. Oh wait, that makes you no different than the plebs, than us commoners that you, you thought you could lie to all this time. And you got away with for a little bit, but they, he doesn't need you, ABC. Uh, with every presidential visit, there are also added costs imposed on local governments playing hosts. The Palm Beach Sheriff's Office estimate they pay $60,000 in overtime pay each day when President Trump is in the area. During the Thanksgiving holiday, the county had to spend, or had to absorb, 248000 of overtime wages because Trump was in town. We're hoping to get that reimbursed with the federal government right now and going forward if the president continues to come in, said Representative Lewis Frankel, a Democrat representing the district that includes uh, Mar-a-Lago. Frankel, who represents Palm Beach, said Trump's visits to Mar-a-Lago also have a, in, also have a local airport and some businesses feeling the pain. Latana Airport, the county airport, has been shut down for each of Trump's visits this month. Uh, whoever the president is, regardless of your political party, you want a president to feel welcome and be safe, Frankel said. This has been his winter place for a very long time, and he's used to coming down, and it's a beautiful venue, but maybe he should vary his trips on being diplomatic. I, you know, and, and that's fair, especially coming from a Democrat. I, I think that's very fair. you got to worry about those local budgets. Palm Beach and New York City have asked Congress to help recoup the cost of protecting Trump between Election Day and his swearing-in. New York City requested $35 million and Congress eventually allocated $7 million. <laughs> You know, New York City, we, we, uh rest of the country, I know I know, you don't know that there's a rest of the country. You think it's just Manhattan and the Bronx and the other boroughs. Um, but remember when we bailed you out, like in the 70s? Because <clears throat> you said, so, yeah, we're, we're, you're going to pay us back now. Trump also maintains a residence in New York City, where his wife and youngest son, Barron, reside, and another in Bedminster, New Jersey, among several others. All locations have required added security measures since he's become president. Uh, The New York City Police Department says it spends $500,000 a day just to protect the president's midtown residence at Trump Tower. Well, now imagine if we brought up these millennials and Gen Xers uh, properly so that you wouldn't need this much security. And and imagine if the media wouldn't lie about Trump all the time. Imagine if you didn't spin it and stir up all this hatred and foster all this anger towards Trump. Eh, there's certainly things you could criticize him about, but but the the lying and the spinning and and just, you know, Trump's against gays when it's very obvious he is not against gays. Pence maybe, but not Trump. <laughs> Ultimate life insurance policy. You want you want Pence as president? Huh? All right. That's what we thought. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, but you know, you wouldn't have to spend this much if you brought up people like there were in those evil races, white-dominated, beat up a black in the street while you beat your wife and then de- be debating about, do I beat blacks up or do I beat up my wife? And you flip a coin with your buddy Chip. Ah, it looks like it's beat up blacks day today. Oh, oh, oh it's beat up women day tomorrow. Even if we brought people up under those evil, bigoted, racist, sexist, homophobic, Trump, KKK, Nazi, stealing that from cynical libertarian uh, society, even, though, even if we had brought them up, I don't think the taxpayers would have to spend that much because they are a better class of people They didn't go around shooting and killing people or threatening people's lives. Can you imagine what Berkeley was like in 1940 or 1950? When people would wear suits, or at least a tie. Girls would wear dresses when you went to school or went out in public. Now, I, I was at Berkeley almost, over 10 years ago. And I was just looking like it's filth. It's just filth. All these liberal arts majors who never left, they're just so intelligent. That's why we live here. It's like, because you don't you ain't got the money to move out. Uh but. but, but, but. As for four Trump adult children, Secret Service has assigned protective details to each as they investigate busy careers, frequent glo- global travel, and active lifestyles, adding to the cost of protecting the first family. Well, what do you want them to be, guys? Do you? Want, everyone complains about the elite class and and how the 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 rich never do anything, and politicians are all lazy, and they're just in it for the money. And here you got a president where he actually has an active family, a family that doesn't does just doesn't. Have a dynasty of living off the government teat. Yes, you you hired a real man with real men and women as family members. They're not just sitting there writing books and marrying some fucking connected. Uh, what's the guy's name? We talked about Mavinsky, some connected Jew. Not slamming on the Jews. I'm just slag, just slamming on him. Uh yeah. That, you want to go protect that? Okay, fine. Now, now we actually have real adults sort of in the White House. <laughs> I use that somewhat loosely. I have my reservations about Trump, but i they're, they're irrelevant. It's style and demeanor and courtesy and politeness. thats That's what it is. It really is. It's personality traits of Trump I don't like, but that really doesn't matter when it comes to managing and being a president, especially at this late in the game. Uh, regardless of location, whether it's the White House or a private residence in New York, Chicago, Texas, or Florida, the Secret Service is confident our security plan consistently demonstrates the ability to evaluate and revolutionize our methods of security, ensuring the safest environment for those we are responsible for protecting. Did they fire that gal who said you wouldn't protect them? If I uh an agency spokesman told ABC News. Anyway. So this one was and I will I will give an appropriate shout out. Um it, this the ones that the radio show that put me onto this was Garage Logic and I, I endorse if you listen to it, look up Garage Logic. Uh the host is Joe Suchere. and this guy it's it, he's he's uh, look, many of you, especially those of you who listen to the back law for oh, Aaron, that old fogey just didn't understand Trump. And I didn't. I thought he was gonna lose. You guys are totally right. Um Chris made the astute observation that, like, at 2012, I just checked out. That's the last time I took the pulse of the country, and it is. That's the last time I just put my finger on the pulse. On I'm like, it's dead. That's done. That's why I wrote Enjoy the Decline. And I was completely, well, one, not really paying attention, but then also had no idea the the what was brewing uh, with, with Trump and, and the backlash for all this socialist, leftist, social justice warrior crap. Uh, but if you think I'm a stick in the mud, holy cow, Joe Sushrey. nice guy, older guy though, but just, I mean, get off my lawn, you dang Trump supporters, <laughs> you want to, you want to see a guy get his blood pressure up over Trump, go listen, go listen to Joe Suchere. He's and he, he was, he didn't get it, he didn't get it, he was very skeptical of Trump's um, uh, security costs, and he's like, these kids, they should pay for their own security. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to punish this entire family because they're successful? Because they're capitalists? Because they're working? It, it's aii I don't know, not to pick on Joe. I don't think it's a, the horse blinders are a bias. But a lot of these old timers, they just can't get over the fact that Donald Trump is not polite. That he's not politically correct. And, and I would say rude. I mean, that's my biggest complaint about Trump, too. He's rude, but I don't care if he's rude. I don't really care about his personality. You know what? He could come out and say he hates, well, I'm no longer Irish, I find out. He hates Spanish, Scandinavian, Eastern European, Italians, and a touch Irish people who hail from Minnesota. He could say he hates those people and he wish I was dead. I don't care. As long as he's lowering taxes, balancing a budget, kicking out all the illegal and criminal aliens, and reestablishing and reasserting U.S. sovereignty, reasserting us as a nation, he can call me whatever he wants. He could be rude and say the meanest of things to John McCain. I don't care and that's what these precious baby boomers have got to figure out. They have so fucked up this country and they're so like delusional like they live in this they, they remember the 50s and they're like oh it'd be nice to go back even though we completely destroyed any chance of that happening. We should have we should have some kind of dignity and moral values and we we need to have a a a, a, a Civilized discussion, and this—he's—he's all—he's off the rails. He's misbehaving. It's like no, no, no. It's too late, baby boomers. You don't get to do the moral authority. Oh, you gotta behave better. Oh, that's—that's that's misbehaving. We do not have time for these pansy-ass, pussy-faggy cucks. You guys have been electing and nominating as the head of the Republicans. We need a fighter. We need someone who's strong. We need somebody who has zero fucks to give and actually gives zero of them. And is going to do exactly what he says. I mean, and, th- and that's Trump. Whether you like his personality or not. Whether you like what he... Whether he, he lacks the social... He has the social grace of, of a drunk pig. It doesn't matter. Because he is executing. He is doing what he said he's going to do. And within a month, less than a month, he has done more than any Republican politician ever said they're going to do. In a month, and what decades of these of these ballless, sackless sacks of shit like Boehner and Ryan and Bush and all these other pussies? You guys and you, oh, well, hey, Ryan's a really polished, good-looking guy. We need a young, good-looking, young go-getter like him. Yeah, what you just you just plucked him out of the country club? Say, Chaz, who's that nice blue eyed brunette guy who claimed to have worked in a McDonald's once, but you find out he came from really rich parents and he's never worked a real job since? Why, that's Paul Ryan. Say, he looks splendidly slippery uh, 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 whitey McWhite white folk to me. Let's make him. That'll get all those minorities to vote for the Republicans. Look, we got a young guy. And his name's Ryan. It's not Thaddeus or Chaz or Chip. See, Jerome, you want to vote for him, don't you? <laughs> fucking hell, that's right. He ran with Romney. I, look, I, I'm perfectly all right with, with a complete white male ticket. It's just, could you get any more Ken Dolly than Paul Ryan and fucking Mitt Romney? Honest to God. Give me somebody with a little fucking sin. Give me somebody with a drinking problem or vice. I will trust them infinitely more. But you go to white guys R Us and say, I'll have the Chip 2000 model, please. Oh, let's get um oh Mitt. Hey, you got the new Mitt Romney. Oh, that's the model XXX version. Wow, I like it. Give me that triple extra large Mitt Romney. I like the Mitt. Paul Ryan, always oh, all shiny and polished. Does he drive a used Beamer? Bring, all oh, perfect, perfect, we'll take him. And then we have our nice little Republican presidential team. There we go. <laughs> and that was it. Trump, he was a sinner. That's what it is. People wanted to have a sinner. An egregious, you know, again, the, the sin I complain about the most is how he's just completely impolite, very unprofessional in that regard. But, it, but, but he's a sinner. He's one of us. He's not one of these these fake, fraudulent, squeaky clean Barack Obama types who comes out all polished. I don't know how you people can trust someone that polished. Always wearing a suit, and I know I know Trump wears a suit, but there was just some like Obama always looked like GQ was right there, like like putting wax on him so he shined perfectly. There was too much. Like, give me Bob. Give me—I got a my old producer back when I was in radio days. Name's Joe Dunford, and the name like that, you damn right—he's the exact average Joe that you want. I—I I wanted him to run for governor. I said you should be governor. Oh, I, I'm like, no, 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 you really should be governor because you're not this cocksucking piece of shit trust fund baby like Dayton. You work three jobs to support your family. You're every day—you're an every day Joe, and and but he's also very intelligent on top of it. And uh, I was—that's—that's that's what they were, But God Almighty, the Republicans—they fight. Well, they didn't even learn their lesson. They fought tooth and nail against having a guy with vice come on. Oh, we can't. Well, no. We're... Now, admittedly, I, I did like the, the 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 Republicans did come up with a way better selection. They gave you want to talk about diversity? The Republicans gave you a way better menu. To choose from than the Democrats. The Democrats was Hillary Clinton, and then we'll fake it like you're going to have Bernie Sanders. So two rich white people from out in the East Coast who've never worked a day in their life. That'll really turn out the, the poor vote. <laughs> Freaking me that's all right. I guess they did come out and vote anyway. But the Republican Party, they at least had, and I don't mean diversity in a racial sense. I mean like, okay, it wasn't Cookie Cutter Joe. They didn't go to the Swipple Whitey McWhite White store. What well, you got? You had Carly Fiorina, okay, executive over in, in in um the technology sector. You had Ben Carson, a doctor, and he came from a colorful background. Because I I that was my guy, because he came from poverty and was running in trade. He 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 made the journey. He did the journey. The man was very wide, and people go crazy because he happens to be Christian. Oh, who else did they have? They had, uh, oh, Jeb Bush. Okay, we'll get rid of that. There, they went to the Whitey McWhite store and they got the wax and they polished him. He was all sparkly when he when they put him up there to talk. Then Trump, there's there's the other guy. And then what, uh, Rubio Cruz? Rubio I would have gone for before Cruz. Cruz was just, God, Cruz has just been, he was the Hispanic, they went to the Hispanic white store and got the extra wax and polished him up and combed his hair real nice. Go out there, Ted. Say some really nice things. There you go. Yeah, that. There you go. Very shiny, Ted. And then we got the guy with Vice. They went with Vice. We went with Vice. Everybody went in. I went to the primaries. Carson pulled out the day before. I'm like, okay, I'm voting Trump. Everyone's like, you gotta vote Cruz. You gotta vote Cruz. Oh, really? Really? Do I? I got to vote for the guy who, since fucking Reagan was in office, has been working in the public sector and in politics. No, fuck you. This is why I do the, uh, the Clary test, because you would, you would have eliminated all these people. The Democrats would do very well. The Democrats, well, okay, the Democrats wouldn't run a guy like that. The Democrats, see, now I'm thinking there's got to be a good blue-collar Democrat out there, union, works hard. But the Democrats, and they they would win. They, I guarantee you, they would win if they grabbed an average Joe, an old school union Democrat, union worker. That guy would that guy would win. But they are so far removed from that. They so, I I think the old union Democrats, the the union member Democrats, they're even more used than the black community by the by the Democrat Party. I mean, the, the Union Democrats, you guys are like a tampon that's a year old in the garbage bin. That's how used you are. And that's how, they don't give a shit about you guys. They don't give a shit. And why should they? You guys keep voting blindly for them. Anyway, I always, I highlight it again. I always highlight uh, Virginia, Minnesota. Look it up. It's the Iron Range. There hasn't been a mine up there since I've, I can't even remember when they shut it down. And you drive through Hibbing and Virginia and all these other towns, they're just, they're ghost towns. All the these rusting out pieces of machinery and mining equipment left out in the rain and the snow. There's no mining going on up there. But these guys still vote like it's 1962, and those guys in the suits are taking their jibs. And they're going, well, the Democrats are for the little guy. And they, they still think that, like, what, after after nearly 60 years of no mining... Come on! Didn't you notice, like during the the year that Slapshot came out, that that things were going like what is that forty years, forty five years? There's been no uh, no no new minds, no new investment. You think the jobs are coming back? You vote Democrat because you you've been voting Democrat, and they they shade it for the little people. But yeah, if the it, but. They, the, no Democrat would actually... The Democrat Party would not take an old-school union guy and run him. Because most of you are white, most of you are male, and their future bread and butter is on immigrants. You, you guys and blacks are the two used tampons that have been thrown into the... You, you haven't even been thrown into the garbage. You are flushed down the toilet. That's how much the Democrat Party has used black people and union members, is like a tampon that was flushed down the toilet... Ten years ago, and is now biodecaying at the bottom of the ocean floor, and had all the time to go into the sewer system, float its way down out of, out of the prairie into the Mississippi River, make it all the way past St. Louis and through New Orleans, where George Bush, by the way, ordered the hurricane to kill all the black people, and it floated, and now it's sitting at the Gulf of Mexico, and, and it's been decaying there for three years. That's how used. The Democrat Party is, I'm sorry, black people are, and uh, union members are. Now, the new stuff is the Hispanics because we want to get the immigrants in, Muslims for reasons I don't even know. I understand they bring a vote uh, and this, this self-destructive obsession with diversity and throwing away U.S. sovereignty. I I I just don't understand well, they said they said they're going to bring back the mine you're going to bring back our jobs are you, you got most of you guys dead by now or like in your 70s who were working back in the 70s and the 80s i mean did, did, did you learn or are you still you still blaming reagan and Thatcher? <laughs> You, you still think that you should be paid $35 an hour when someone over in freaking Taiwan or China is going to do it for 5 bucks an hour. You guys still have it retooled. Oh, man. I just, I, I wonder what, what is the life of a Democrat? Like, the the rank and you people that keep voting for this and the Democrats never deliver. Oh, they'll give you an, a little bit of extra government check. Oh, there's always more money for the children. But your lives never improve. What's it like being in Flint? What's it like being in Detroit and Compton? Oh, pull it over for the Democrats. What's it like being on the south side of Chicago? When you guys wake the fuck up? And that's the sad part. That's really the sad part is the millions, literally millions of lives that are ruined because you guys hold out for other people's money. You hold out for these Democrat promises that are never delivered. Oh, which reminds me, by the way, another observation. Uh, what was it? Oh, was it Milo? Was it Milo? What was it? I Think, Clary. think. Was it an article? It doesn't matter. I want to say it was an article, or maybe it was a video. But I, I had this epiphany. It's one of those things that was always staring you in the face... But until you point it out, you don't make the connection and the, the synapses don't connect. You're like, holy shit. For all the lies, misinformation, and all the damage it caused us, arising from feminism and the relationship between men and women. And it's the most damaging thing because the most important thing to a man is another woman. The most important thing to a woman is another man. And shut the fuck up. I don't need no man. I don't, I'm not... I'm not talking about that i'm talking about reality I'm talking about how people are programmed. Most people want to fall in love with a member of the opposite sex and raise chu that's it that's that's how people are programmed and think about this particularly guys, but women as well because if you're intellectually honest you'll you'll admit women are getting less happy and, and but but all these lies that predominantly came from feminism about women need to have jobs too, which i'm not against necessarily. Uh, and that you should go out and party it up and you should sleep around and you don't need no man and uh, your career comes first and then telling us guys, probably the biggest lie was women want a sensitive 90s guy, you must find your female side of things. All this bullshit, where did it get you? It got you nowhere and if anything, it probably ruined a lot of people's lives. Married the wrong person, you put your career ahead of your children and your spouse and your family. You find out that a job is, is not providing you agency. It was never intended to provide you agency. It's your friends, family, and loved ones that do that, and your hobbies and your creations and accomplishments and innovations. And so off you went to pursue some kind of cubicle job, and oh, you made the magic six figures, but the rest of your life is shit. How many people's lives have been ruined because of these lies? And I would say because they lied about the most important thing love for a member of the opposite sex that it then ruined the most important thing. I know a lot of people in my age are divorced now. They got their kids, made the exact same mistake the baby boomers did. And it's all because they followed this lie of oh, you know, work. Work is your life. Yep. Going to college, going to school, your education. And that's another thing. It's even worse now. It's not even your career or what you're going to do with your life. It's your education. You haven't even hit the fucking real world yet. You haven't even worked up a goddamn dime of your own money. You've been living off your parents and the taxpayers and student loans. And everyone views your education as the pinnacle achievement in your life. How sad. How fucking sad. Now I'm looking at these younger kids. And you gotta not rewind your own life if you're my age, back about 20. Imagine you're back in high school and all this bullshit about the ozone layer and global warming is and all the rainforest and the kids in Ethiopia. And uh, women are equal. They're gonna ask boys out at the same rates as, as boys ask girls. And um, women can do anything and women want you to be sensitive and write them poetry. All that, all that other bullshit. Alright, now think about this. How fucked up are these kids getting? That, that they are being by, led by the likes of Lacey Green. And what I'm specifically talking about is this push for non binary genders, of which I believe a very small percentage of the population has. I'm, I admit that there are bisexuals, I admit there are gays, and then I admit there are, I, and, it, and frankly, it's none of my business. I don't care, laws you're not hurting anybody. But to make this push to make it seem that, oh, you, it's fluid. You can choose your, you, who you're attracted to. Not only how fucked up that makes young kids growing up, especially when you see, like, oh, two lesbians bringing up the, this boy to be a girl. Like, they're forcing their genetic you know, like, They're all for choice. They're all for, oh, no, but we're going to bring them up lesbian. But not only how much it, it, it fucks up the kid, but how it also fucks up the rest of society that that kid has to go... And, chew and Evelyn, when they grow up, and that's their choice. That's their selection pool as to who they're going to fall in love with and date. And you already see a lot of this with these young millennial girls. I got another email request from this poor young lady, 18 years old. She can't find a guy to save her life. A good friend of mine, he's uh, not my age, but he's like 37, 38, dating a 22-year-old. Why? Because these girls can't find any real men in the millennial generation. And it sounds like it's even worse in the high school kids age, whatever, Gen Z or whoever else is coming down the pipe next. (coughs) And so I can only imagine just how more angry, less happy these kids are going to be than what we are. You think you're miserable? You think the divorce and the single parenting and the drama and the... So you think this is bad. Holy cow. Imagine if you're some pretty little 16-year-old girl and you just want a boy to ask you on a date and these guys are one... Most of them, you don't want them to ask you on a date because they're weak, effeminate boys and they they just don't have the the grip strength. They're just... They're pussies. They're fucking pussies. Um, And then if they do ask you out, I mean... They're all left, whatever, there's, there, there's no masculine uh, psychology or personality about them either. And then fast forward 20, 30 years, educate, forget your career. Career is no longer the most important thing. It's your education. And then after that, I should be paid to live because reasons. How the hell are you going to find love and happiness and joy in that? Just this androgynous, sexually amorphous pool of blah, just drool. Just a pool of of asexual, amorphous pus. A sea of amorphous, asexual pus. That maybe one particle of pus finds another particle of pus, and they kind of date, maybe? Are people even going to be able to... I wonder about that, I really wonder... 'cause the boys are losing testosterone, they have what forty percent the testosterone a, a generation had to go, and women are um are women getting more testosterone or less estrogen? They certainly look the part um but is it gonna like I, okay i just to tell you a little bit of insight i I never knew much about female anatomy, and it wasn't until not too long ago that I finally find out what menopause was. And I also found out that if you don't eat a lot or you have certain health issues, that can trigger menopause early in women. So your sexual organs shut down earlier than they normally would. So I'm starting to wonder, okay, well, if you're not sexually stimulated because there is not a very clear male gender and a very clear female gender and everyone's fucking pat... Will your, will your uh, 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 sexual organs shut down? Will men stop producing as much sperm? Will women stop producing as many eggs or reliable eggs or they just won't be fertile for as many years as... I mean, by God! I mean, the, the old joke, the man can't get it up. I, I always thought, oh, boy, men better learn to perform. Boy, I better become a porn star. You know why men can't get it up as they get older? Because you women get fat! You get fat! A guy, his little soldier can't stand up and salute if you're not physically attractive. And that's not an opinion or mean or evil. It's a fact. The entire neural system of the man's brain must be programmed to say, I want to stick my dick into that. I want to fornicate and procreate with that. But if you job of the fucking Hup with a little bit of lipstick on, well, he can't get it up anymore. He used to rock in bed. Well, yeah, sweetheart. Did you gain seventy pounds since you were twenty-five? So it's kind of like that. Like, okay, the guy. You know, oh, I bet you. I bet you. How much you want to bet? Erectile dysfunction is going to be huge. Erectile dysfunction for men under the age of thirty. How much you want to bet that's going to become a thing? Fucking twenty-seven-year-old Gen Zers when they finally get they need they need Viagra. Cause they've been so burnt out on porn, you know. The, the, the one, nothing gets them going anymore. Two, the women that are out there are hideous and gross. Hair dye, color, shaved or shaved hair, but they will let the armpits grow out. Pierced nails, I got tattoos. Oh my god! I don't know how you boys get it up to begin with in the first place. Oh, why is the birth rate going down? I don't know. Women are unfuckable. How's that? So let's start with that for beginners. You hey, you want all these European countries, it's hilarious. Denmark, France, trying to get their younger generations to breed more slaves so that the old people. That's the only reason they do it. Anytime you go, oh, there's this there's this PSA announcement, there's this cute commercial. Hey, there's there's even money, I think. I think you get a I think you get a stipend or you get like if you have children, um you get money in France. And it's so sad because they just want you to generate more batteries. They just want you to have more kids so that they go work and pay more taxes so the old fucks have social security. That's what it is. I'm not this isn't conspiratorial, just look it up. Every social security system, like social pension is what they call it overseas, requires younger people to pay into the system and since that's like at least the largest budget I think in most western democracies. Oh, we need more batteries. That's another reason, by the way, for, for all you immigrants who are happy to be here, and you think you're screwing us over with uh, free welfare and shit. You are. But why do you think the Democrats brought you over? It wasn't just votes. They want you to work. And they're glad you're having children because guess who's going to pay for my Social Security? It ain't going to be Whitey. No, it's not. And let me see, a lot of you don't go to become engineers. You just want to go fucking become toilet cleaners and bush trimmers, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's not enough money. That's not going to pay enough money to to pay for people's, for my social security. So they're going to jack up your taxes. The Democrats wouldn't do that. The Democrats always treat people great. They always, they remember the union people. They remember the blacks, don't they? that's that's as long as they're not too busy sucking all the new Hispanic sticks that are coming into town because they vote and there's more of them and they're growing at a faster rate than you that's why you tune into the Clary podcast I'm not here to make you happy people I'm just here to explain things just here to tell you the truth anyway but that that was that was the observation I had I'm like okay it was tough it was tough in the late 80s and the 90s and the odds and then you just throw in the towel. You're like, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore. No, I'm done. But I cannot imagine what it's like to be a 15-year-old kid with this constant, not just leftist propaganda, but the everything's great. You're probably gay. Are you sure you're not gay? You might be bi. Try being bi. It's okay if you're bi. You should definitely try being gay. Definitely be gay. You should You should do it because it's more interesting. It's more fun. You'll get more attention wonder how many kids are faking being gay. I know a lot of kids are faking having mental illnesses because they get the they get the treatments and they get the specials and they get the feels. And then they get the mini badge of like, I'm the most disadvantaged person here because I have the right skin color, the right hole in the right place with the right mental illness and the Asperger's and the ADHD, HDHD's and the autisms. Remember when autism meant Rain Man? You're like, oh yeah, dude, that guy's fucked up. He has autism. And now it's just like a kid who like, Never had a dad spank him or beat the shit out of him so he gets in line. Pays the fuck attention. Kid daydreaming and say he's got autism. Oh, he's got the Asperger's. Especially with you soccer moms all rushing to have, like, your kid to be the most spurgy of them all. Is it Jim or Amy, Phil or Sue? Bobby, Madison, Michael or Drew? I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We'll have an ass-burgers contest in the swip-a-little-white suburb. We'll have an ass-burgers contest. (sighs) We'll go out to the city and the burg, claim your kid is fucked in the head, while you blow some other guy's dick and not your husband's head. Oh, we're gonna have a competition in the suburb to see which soccer mom's children are the most fucked. I will not be singing on the strip anytime soon. But yeah, all the, oh, my child has Asperger's. My child has autisms. Start hearing autisms. Fucking SUVs driving around with their bumper stickers. Uh, What is it? Start listening to autism. I don't know. Asperger's autism. ADHD. My son's a fucking retard. Worship the ground we walk on. Like, no, lady, this isn't a race. All right, look, mom's. The, the teachers and your social – the ones that spend more time with you – and I think I added it up. I think teachers spend eight times more time with your children than their actual parents do. The the government agents that are in charge of raising your children, they're already going to get those kids to claim they have a disability along the Asperger's, autism's ADHD, d h d h the his, the his. They're going to get those kids. You don't have to help. You don't have to champion it. You don't have to, like, make it a competition. You don't have to, like, go to the fundraiser to raise awareness. We're fucking aware now of autism and Asperger's. Do, do this. You know what? Oh. Think about this, guys. Hear me out on this. What if we got ahead of the curve and created our own made-up mental illness for school kids? Like, once, once puberty hits, that's, that's the note, that's when you notice it. See, cause the behavior changes. Once the kids hit puberty, their behavior does change. And then some fucking, you know, suburbanite soccer mom, my daughter's changed her behavior since puberty. And if we just get the SEO optimization. Oh, she has flippity flu disease. Flippity flu? What's that? And we do like a real serious, we get Paul in on this over in Philadelphia, He'll put together a PSA. Does your child suffer from flippity flu? One in three children are undiagnosed, and da 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 da, da. Symptoms of flippity-flu includes talking back, developing own opinions, hanging out, drastic change of friends. Just standard shit that a ditzy soccer mom that majored in child psychology but never went on to get the master's but spread her legs for the guy on the football team who didn't make that much money, got his MBA, become a real estate, a realtor. We, 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 we get those dumb girls to start believing their child is special. And then we say, there's nothing wrong with flippity flu. Flippity flu is common at that. And then we get some guy who's successful. And it'd say at the bottom, guy who is successful. Yes, I was diagnosed with flippity flu, but I overcame it. An insert story of exciting, um, heroic battle, uh, inner journey battle to overcome flippity flu. And now I am the owner of. 43 pizza franchises and oh yes flippity flu blah 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 and if you come to donate to the flippity flu foundation and then we we can we can beat the liberals and the leftists and the uh big pharmacy or not big farm big psychology industry at their own gate we come up with the figgity flu flu Just start making sugar pills. Like, yeah, this treats fliggity flu. Oh, $500 a pill. Well, don't you love your children? Nothing's too good for the children. We get on Medicaid. Medicaid and Medicare back us up. Well, I don't feel right. Oh, you got the fliggity flu. Here's some fucking pills. Go to, go to Clary Pharmaceuticals and pay $500 a pill. It's cheap. Meanwhile, get your 23-year-old son who's never seen a real vagina in his life some, some Viagra so he can maybe, maybe get an erection that's strong enough to part the fat on the woman's thighs he's dating and actually penetrate the vagina. Oh, is the next 20 and 30 years going to be interesting. So, uh, all right. We've been rambling now for, oh, while at that, almost an hour. Almost an hour in my truck. I'm doing this at the truck. I'm in my putt-putt truck because, yeah, 11.30, look at that. Everybody, all the my friends are over at Fremont Street, which I've explained before. You don't want to get Fremont Street. That's where all the the uh, the rookies go. And then um, I'm crashing with the great Matt Baldoni, but he's got a gig till one. And uh, as I have alluded to before, unless you gamble, unless you're into Vice, um, Vegas doesn't really have much going on. At night anyways, it's wonderful during the daytime motorcycle rides hiking I you know you can you can get out there. you can go on hikes where there's hi- uh, uh petroglyphs but uh yeah man, once that sun goes down and unless you're into the nightclub, yeah it's uh it's, all right well let's do some sponsors here. We'll get that next. okay, two new podcasts to add to the League of extraordinary podcasters. We have the Mark Baxter podcast, the real Mark Baxter. You can find that on SoundCloud, as long as SoundCloud stays in business. And if they do go out of business, I guess me and everybody else are just going to have to go find the third podcast hoster. Although Google is talking about how they may have a, and it may already exist, a free hosting service, so I have to look into that. But after a while, there's just so much shit to do. It's like, oh, great, another another social media thing I got to get on. Oh, a new, now no. After a while, it just pays to sit and coast. Uh, you could save $5 a month. I don't care. I'm, I am don't care. I'll pay the $60 a year, so I don't have to care. Who's oh, this calling? Why do I hear a phone ringing? Can you guys hear that? Oh, my phone's not ringing. Maybe a terrorist left a phone in my putt putt truck, and if I pick it up and answer, it'll blow up. All right. Uh, then we also have O'Shea Jackson. Uh, look up Oshea Jackson on YouTube. Um, just he's I gotta download some of his podcast tonight, but he's he's got a, a cool YouTube channel. He's a black guy living in Poland becoming a doctor. and especially if you happen to be a, a young black male, you should listen to uh, Dr. Oshea Jackson. Uh, he'll become a doctor anyway here pretty soon, but you should, you should listen to Dr. Oshea Jackson especially as it pertains to the ladies, especially the black women. So uh, he's just got some real... Yeah, I wouldn't even... it's, it's great. It's not like, oh my God, this is so deep and philosophical. Some of it is. It's just funnier than fuck. That's why, I mean, if you're just looking for lighthearted, pure ranty goodness, go check out uh, O'Shea Jackson's uh, uh, channel there as well. Um, What else we got? We got my books. All of them are available in audio. So if you're like me, you want to be a little bit more efficient with your day, you want to listen to some books and some philosophy and wisdom and advice and good stuff? Uh, get the audiobooks. We got Enjoy the Decline, that's Living and Accepting with the Death of the United States. We got The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, that unfortunately is not in an audio, and I don't think I will be putting that into audio uh, simply because I just don't have the demand for it. We have Bachelor Pad Economics, uh, The Young Man's Indispensable Guide to All Things Financial. We have Worthless, The Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. Curse of the high IQ, an absolute must for every person out there who just did not fit in. I don't mean socially, although that could have been it. But if you're like, why are people so slow? Why are my teachers so stupid? Why is everybody else so stupid? Who the fuck gets excited about fantasy football? No, I don't care about March Madness. Basically, that's it. If you don't care about March Madness, oh, is it Duke? Holy shit, Duke's in the fucking thing. And then the other basketball people, what is it, Duke and Kentucky. Holy shit. Oh, look at those tall, younger, slightly younger black guys throwing the orange sphere into the red ring with the white uh, net. Boy, that, look at he. Oh, they driveled it there. Now he, oh, he threw Oh, he didn't, he didn't go in the hoop. Oh, now the guy's in the white, the tall black, slightly younger than the professional black gentleman. He grabbed that. Oh, he threw it to the one white guy from East Bulgaria, wherever the hell Matt Forney is. And oh, no, no. Oh, he slammed it. He threw it. He didn't throw it. He took it with the palm of his hand. He put the orange sphere in his hand. And with great force and momentum, he slammed the ball with into the hoop. It was, it was as, as if he was dunking it and slamming it. He dunked, slammed the ball. Oh, now the other tall, skinny black dude, oh, now they're going to try and do the same thing that they were trying to do before. Oh, I wonder what will happen next. Yeah, so if you can't understand that, that, don't feel alone. Uh, Don't get depressed and don't get angry like I have about uh, orange spheres and red hoops. Uh, Get Curse of the High IQ. That's available paperback, Kindle, and audio. And it is. And look, and, and another reason, don't go through life not reading this book and then wondering about a ton of shit. Because for the 15 bucks or whatever it costs in whatever format, it's going to make your life so much easier because you're going to understand a hell of a lot more. It's just going to make a lot more sense of the world. And you'll be less angry. Basically, that's it. You'll be a lot less angry uh, than you are now and that I was until I had to go and sit down and figure this shit out myself. Reconnaissance Man. If you have not gotten that book and you have any questions about where you want to live in the United States... Uh go get that book. I have traveled around the United States a lot. A lot. Especially uh maybe I'll you know what I'm gonna explain that at the end of the at the end of the sponsors. I'll explain my travels. But basically I've traveled around the United States, and not only did I find out where the best places to live are, more importantly, I figured out the philosophy in life or the path in life, the 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 way you have to think the questions you must ask yourself to discover self-knowledge, find out who you are, what you want to do, and where you belong. It's all in reconnaissance, man. It is not a terribly lengthy read, but it is a vital read. And like Worthless or Bachelor Pad or any other book, or Curse the High IQ, you can kind of read anytime. This book is better read when younger. However, it is not just for young people. If you are old, and you're still lost. If you have if you have questions about, like, where do I, oh my God, what do I do? If you don't know what you want to do for a living, like pretty much every 40-year-old I'm finding out, oh, I don't know, should I go back to college? And if you have these questions, if you haven't figured out, like, yeah, I want to do this for the rest of my life, then that's a better way to put it. If you can't say what you want to do for the rest of your life, get this book. Reconnaissance Man, get it. It's got a great fucking cover. Drove all over the country to find that picture. I'm like, yep, that's the picture. There we go. And uh, most of it was done on a motorcycle as well. Uh, Then we have my best of blog books. If you like my blog but you don't want to go searching through all the different posts to find uh, good ones, I've taken and put the best of my blog posts, kind of like Rollo Tomasi did with his books, uh, in uh, three different books. One is called Captain Capitalism Top Shelf. The other one is called Captain Capitalism Reserved. And the third one, even though it's like just a quarterly publication, is called Captain's Quarterly. And uh, that one's special, even though it's shorter, uh, because it has a beautiful young model by the name of Cindy Moran posed in lingerie and bikinis and all that. Oh, my God, isn't that cheap and dirty? and des-? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. It's horrible. You should not get it because of the pictures. You should get it because of the articles. Uh, so uh, that's Captain Scorley, of course, available in paperback Kindle. And not audiobook, because it really wouldn't make much sense to do it. Then we have uh, Run Guts, Pull Cones and uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Two books by Adam Piggott. You can also visit Adam's site at PushingRubberDownhill.com where he has a blog and also a podcast so you can listen to his little Australian accent for all you girls. Oh, my God. He has an accent. He could have raped children and killed puppies and he could be fat and living at home and he could look like the Amazing Atheist. He could shove bananas up his ass. But because he has an accent, he's so much hotter and finer than you, Aaron Clary, and all you other American assholes. So anyway, yeah, if you want to hear an Australian accent and maybe secondarily, especially for the ladies, listen to some philosophy and some observations from this uh, genuine adventurer, this world traveler and adventurer, you know, Maybe you you know you don't just go to the sermon or to church to sing stupid hymns. You may want to go and listen to the sermon. Yeah, you can tune in to Adam Piggott. Go to com, And then we have DayByDayCartoon.com. Our friend Chris Muir, who waves high at Donald Trump as he flies over his house. Uh, visit him for your daily political commentary and funny ha-ha Day by Day cartoon. If you're looking for uh, recorders for any of your audio works that you would like to put into audio, I recommend two young gentlemen to you Jim Fear, one thirty eight dot blogspot dot com. That's Jim Fear, one thirty eight dot dot com. And Undertow Audio, who I met on my trip, uh, driving to Florida, driving my buddy's RV to Florida, which, uh, it was hilarious because I didn't realize, I, well, I didn't realize, I forgot that Undertow lives on the panhandle of Florida. And I'm on the panhandle of Florida. I had just visited my dad, my dad's snowbirds down there. And coincidentally, hey, Dad. So, like, within 20 minutes, it turns out, Undertow is just down the road, you know, another 20, 30 miles. So, I'm calling Chris Beckloff. Because I don't have Undertow's number. I'm like, oh, I better get through to him because you know, i got to call him. And, and if you want to get through to someone, you call him because that's the emergency. Like, oh, my God, a call. This must be something important. Well, I forgot these millennial dipshits and their fucking new age. And, oh, uh, well, man, look at this old square calling his man on the phone with pressing the numbers and everything, man. So I call Beckloff. He doesn't pick up the phone. I text him. Sure enough, like, he finally gets back to me with Kevin's number. I text Kevin, I'm like, Kevin, hey, I'm nearby. So we, we ended up meeting. So as I'm filling up the RV with gas, all of a sudden, uh, Undertow comes by. And you can see his dopey look at me. He's all smiley and happy like he always is. And and he's on the phone. He's talking to someone. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm with Cleary right now. Yeah, no, he's right here, yeah. And I say, who the hell's on the phone? He's like, it's Beckloff. Like, like, it's Beckloff picks up the fucking phone for you, but not me? Who the fuck are you? What the fuck am I? Chop liver? So apparently, you know, Chris, he's he's big time blogger now. He's big time or not blogger, he's big time youtuber. He's him and him and the amazing atheist. He's about to break a million subscribers just like the amazing atheist. And they probably do the double butt plug with the same banana. Cause that's the shit, you know, that's these kids are too busy to pick up the phone when old Clary calls with his archaic voice technology. <sighs> He texted me and was like, whatever, you you expect me to pick up the call? I don't call. you got to text me. I'm like, oh, sorry, your royal eminence. And I I didn't know it was so inconvenient for you to pick up the phone. Anyway, so yeah, I met met Undertow. But undertowaudio.com if you want some recording work done for you there. Uh, Then we have Betterment. If you are interested in investing in 401ks uh, as a retirement vehicle, And I mean like you got no money left, like nothing else to do with your money. Now that you have no money left, you're like, "Uh, I got nothing else to do with my money. And you're okay. You know, you want to get that tax deduction because you're not even really worried about capital gains. You just want a tax deduction. Uh, Go through my Betterment affiliate program. All you have to do is uh, go to my site, CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. Find the Betterment logo. It's kind of a light bluish colored logo. And um, basically the short version is this, and this is the key selling point. They got rid of the humans, and the reason they got rid of the humans is because humans suck as financial advisors. All they do are salespeople. They enter in, they ask you questions, they enter in the, the, your answers into a program that will spit out an allocated portfolio, retirement portfolio for you, and uh, then they go ahead and they invest. And that's that's there's, they're just they're just number pluggers. They say, "Well, dude, you can do this yourself." It's like the self checkout lane for retirement planning. So, uh, you, and because you get rid of the people, and because you're investing in index funds, uh, you are cutting out a lot of the expenses. So, if and this is the way, when I have my house paid off, and I, I'd have a couple other investments, so I have my house paid off and my property paid off, I will then I'll go to betterment. Uh, like the last, because you guys know how I'm. I'm kind of like, eh, The last thing I'm going to do is invest in the stock market where the dividend yield is two percent. But if I am going to do it, it's going to be through Betterment. I'm not joking about that. So uh, if you like to get your investing started, start your retirement planning, uh, please use my Amazon, not my Amazon, my Betterment affiliate program. Uh, If you'd like to advertise on the podcast, you can. It's $100 a month. And that not only gets you ads on the podcast, but it gets you ads on my YouTube and then also the blog. So you get a little blog banner ad. Um, And so, yeah, uh, we get about 3,000 listeners weekly. We have 29,000 subscribers on YouTube. And. What's the other one? The blog, it gets about 700, 800 views a a day. And I really got to write more. I really got to. I was talking to the great Matt Baldoni. He's like, yeah, sometimes I just shack up in a hotel, like some dingy hotel, and I write music. I'm like, yep, I got to do that. I got to do that where I just sit in a hotel for a week where there's a bar down, right, attached to the hotel. I don't even want to walk a block down. I want to just get hammered at the hotel bar and then go write, angry tirades and uh, alcohol-fueled rage. Um, anyway, so, yeah, you could advertise on the podcast if you want. Uh, contact me. Email me at captcapitalism at yahoo.com. Not captain, capped C-A-P-T, capitalism at yahoo.com. Uh, Chad Elkins, uh, elkinscpa.com. Go to elkinscpa.com and contact our good friend Chad. At ElkinCPA.com. He is an accountant. Obviously, he's busy, but he's always looking for high-quality clients. That means you file your taxes on time. That means you don't, oops, I didn't know I had to pay my taxes. If you're one of those people who forgets to pay taxes or you think the world owes you a living, Chad does not want your service. Chad wants you to go to his competitors. Go to Ernst & Young, go to Pete Marwick, go to an H&R Block. go to anyone but Chad. But if you have your fucking shit together and you're reading The Curse of the High IQ book, you're like, hey, this is me, contact Chad Alkins. He'd like to uh, have you uh, uh, be a client. Also, if you happen to be a good-looking chick with big tits and you're not a leftist, Chad would love to chat with you, um, but that would not be in pertinence to his accounting services. Maybe. Maybe you could do a little bit of a barter, but... <laughs> Anyway, that's elkincpa. dot com. Visit him, and even if you don't use him as a tax accountant, uh, he does. You know, he's a CPA, so he has other skills as well, like. Boring you to death about the latest FASB rule? I don't know. No. He, he could do financial analysis, business consulting. He can review your taxes, make sure you're getting all your, your uh your um, deductions and everything. So it's good to pay, throw them a, a hundred bucks, have them look at your tax returns. Don't quote me on that price. It depends on how complicated your tax returns are. But uh, go talk to Chad at ElkinCPA.com. Uh then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, the four oh five media.com. John Grant has a podcast. Station where there's a bunch of podcasters that you could go ahead and download all their podcasts. That's four hundred five media dot com. Kerry Lutz at Network dot com. He what is he doing? He's doing oh he's doing he's not coming out to Vegas. He's going to a podcast convention. I'm like you go to a podcast convention. He's like yeah. I'm like you're not coming to Vegas to meet all these cool people and get drunk. No. So you go to a podcast convention. Yeah. So Gary, I hope, I hope you have, it sounds like fun, it could be a good time, that that would be fun to attend, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're going to have a better party out here in Vegas. <clears throat> um, We have Silvio Canto, Canto's Talk, you can find that on blogtalkradio.com, Canto is spelled C-A-N-T-O, C-A-N-T-O, and then Tom Likas' site, St. Likas, where you should also advertise because without him I would have nowhere near the success I have today, and I always want to... Pay that for, but go to blowmeuptom.com not only to listen to the podcast and the show, but also to uh, potentially, for any of you entrepreneurial types, run some advertising out there. We also have Asshole Consulting. Go to assholeconsulting.com if you need help with whatever situation you got and you think me and my loud, stubborn, angry, hate-filled, older brother kick you in the ass, father you never had demeanor might be of help to you. And it will be of help, Uh, I do not like to brag. I know that sounds odd, but I I mean, when I brag, I'm always joking, usually. Uh, But in all honesty, uh, asshole consulting has helped. I've had thousands of clients now. We're, We're into multiple thousands of clients over the past. We're coming up on three years now, guys. Three years. Three years of asshole consulting, huh? Huh? What is that on the anniversary thing? Like, some broad got so bored with her life, women actually came up with, like, a gift like normally the, the gifts for your anniversary is like your silver, your gold, and your platinum, 25, 50, 75. Some broad came up with a, a gift for every year. So like your one-year anniversary is, is, is a wood chip. Your second-year anniversary is a paper clip, And then your third-year anniversary is maybe a, maybe a nice-looking rock. Uh, fourth, you, you get a glass of water. And then your fifth year anniversary, you, you get a beer or something. Like, I don't know. It's, it's really and Then it escalates. And then like your 75th, if you live that long, it's platinum. Or maybe it's diamonds because it was abroad and they all, oh, diamonds, my God. We could put a whole two kids through college with this and really improve lives. But no, I want this worthless piece of shit rock because it's shiny and sparkly. And it shows me how much you have me around wrapped around my pussy. Although by 75 years of marriage, I don't, yeesh, yeesh. That's Sarah Silverman, Ugly. All right, uh, what are they talking about? Oh yeah, so uh, we we uh, for the thirty-five dollars of prevention for a video and twenty-five bucks for an email, uh, you are saving your life a uh, hundred thousand dollars in in expenses. Sometimes at least fifty, or, or you're just wasting your time, not going to school or, or avoiding going to school for the wrong thing, making sure you don't. Fuck up your career, um, making sure you're happy, making sure that you're you're dating the right person, and and, and maybe it's not even money or time savings; it's just sanity. I uh, I had a client, I won't go into the details, but he sh- he certainly should have known better, especially at his age, and this thing was ruining his life because he did not learn how to override his genetic programming and his internal base desires uh, that is, I think, a mountain that every man must climb. I think that is one of the key things to becoming a man is you overcome your brain, overcome, not necessarily your penis, but whatever instincts you have, whatever your, your visceral urges are, those usually get you in trouble because the rest of the world knows, ah, men have visceral urges for those things. Let's make prostitution with herpes. Uh-oh, now you got trouble. So it is, it is that. And I said, you can't, you can't do this. You can't do this anymore. Because um, if you do, bad things are going to happen. And I'm surprised they haven't happened yet. You're lucky. And trust you me, that was worth the 25 bucks he spent on me to tell him to not get the fuck off. And more importantly, explain why. But anyway, go to assholeconsulting.com. Even if you got a question, you're not sure about something, ask now. Look, you could, you could spend 25 or 35 bucks today or thousands of dollars in therapy because you dated the wrong girl who was married to the wrong guy and he shot your kneecap with a shotgun and now you got medical bills and you have psychological trauma. All right? It's up to you. It's up to you. But anyway, contact me at assholeconsulting.com. If you'd like to also help out the captain but there's nothing my sponsors offer that uh, pique your interest, you can always do all of your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate. Um, it's nothing different, you don't log in or anything like that. You just go to my site, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. You have to go there first because then when you click on the Amazon banner, which is located in the top right, you'll see it just says Amazon, it's the banner. It'll take you to Amazon's site, it'll look the exact same, and it is the exact same, except now Amazon knows you came from my site, and anything you purchase during that shopping session, I get a 7% cut. It doesn't cost you anything extra. I'm just getting paid a commission from Amazon, and uh, I can make a significant amount of money on it if everybody who listens got into the good habit of doing all their online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. So you go to my site first, then you click on the banner. If you can do me that favor of developing that habit, that would be awesome. And I appreciate all of you who do. I know I found out a lot of people, you know, they Oh yeah, I bought this, I bought that my own. Thanks a lot, man. That really helps out. So if you hate charity, and I do too, and you're not a communist, and I'm not, do your Amazon affiliate. And if you hate my guts, go to, uh, I went to blowmeuptom.com. Tom Likas has an Amazon affiliate link. And I was talking to Matt Baldoni. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to go to Beckloff, but he's got his panties in the bundle because he's like going to be a girl. And he's going to do, he's like, should I have the, uh, what do they call it? The Amazon gift li- wish list. He was oh, should I get myself an Amazon wish list? I don't know. Christopher. Christina Beckloff with his Amazon with-with. Quiff with. With Amazon with-with. That's fabulous. Get a pink banana, and then you and the amazing atheist can go on your with-with. And get all the little effects toys. No, Chris, get the Amazon affiliate program. I would gladly buy through your Amazon affiliate program because the what you don't know about us blogger internet types with our Amazon affiliate program, we can't buy through our own. Because it's hey hey, you can't because you're registered, you can't buy through your own. I'm like, oh okay, dang it. So I have to go to somebody else's. So Kristen didn't have his up. He might have a wish list. You know, like every thirteen year old attention whoring girl on the on the social medias. Maybe he has an Insta chat account too. <laughs> Still pissed he didn't call me. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but, yeah, Tom Likas has one. That's where I went to do my shopping. But, yeah, if you want to help out the old captain, throw a couple bucks my way That You're going to throw anyway. You're going to throw it anyway. Do all your Amazon shopping through Amazon affiliate program. Uh, academic Composition. Go to academiccomposition.com, where a good friend Alex and his crackpot team staff of writers will uh, write your homework papers for you because why the hell wouldn't you outsource it? There's no godly reason. You're not going to remember anything. You're not learning anything. If anything, you're de-learning. You're getting brainwashed, which means you're going to have to be deprogrammed down the road. I really hope and wish, like, do young millennials know it's bullshit? Like, do you guys know it's leftist indoctrinated bullshit and you just got to jump through that hurdle? Whether you you do or not, if you just don't like writing bullshit leftist papers, contact Alex at academiccomposition.com and have them write their paper your papers for you. Also, if you happen to be in the, you know, the market for a job and you're having a little bit of trouble and it's hard to come by money, hey, as long as you got internet access and a computer, you can work for Alex. You can write for Alex or you can do marketing for Alex. Both jobs suck. They're boring. Don't say, oh my God, man, like I'm totally not fulfilled doing marketing on Craigslist. I'm just saying, if you're hard up for cash, you don't want to commute, and you want to lie on a beach somewhere, and you do three or four hours of work, you make your couple, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks, and that all of a sudden pays for your rent in some shithole town over in the Philippines because the cost of living is so low, why don't you go do that? Go work for Alex, because I know I probably would. I probably would. I've thought about that. That's, that's the next mission next year. Next December is, is Aaron travels to Southeast Asia. Aaron travels to faraway places that are dirt cheap, and he looks for places to buy on a beach. Aaron Aaron takes his money that he would normally... Of, of the many things I will do before I invest in, in the traditional 401k IRA bullshit, uh, I will be buying property in a second to third world country as long as their property laws are very good and have integrity. Uh, then that way, if... All of a sudden, you elect uh, Chelsea Clinton as president or Nancy Pelosi, and it's like, kill the white male tax. Uh, This white male will be saying adieu, and then I will be lying on a beach sipping mojitos, hanging out with my new buddy, fam. (laughs) Writing papers for Alex. Yes, white men all suck. They should be executed. Here's your A-plus, kid. College in 2033. Oh, what else we got? Uh, uh, Instagram.com slash ultimate reading list. Uh, This young man named Max, he has this website, and I don't know how Instagram works, but it's working for him, and uh, he has an ultimate reading list he's put together, and people seem to like it, so it's kind of like a reading club, I guess, like, oh, these are the good books, and if you're looking for a book to read, check out Instagram.com slash ultimate reading list. Uh, But Max is also looking for advertisers. So if you'd like to advertise on his site, you certainly may. It's $100 a month. And I know by advertising with him, uh, I do see a jump in sales. And at least for the first three months I advertised with him, uh, I made more than than what I invested with him. Uh, Again, another reason not to invest in a 401k. You have have other things to do. Uh, But if you are an author... Or you just happen to have a product, why don't you contact Max? You can email Max at max at wooter, W-O-O-T-E-R dot co, not com dot co. That's max at wooter, W-O-O-T-E-R dot co. Uh, and then a freak surveys book, Uncle Nick and Burning the Midnight. These are two books about a fictional character called Uncle Nick, who is the fictional real-world incarnation of everything Red Pill and Manospherian. He smokes cigarettes, he womanizes, he loves little children because he's truthful with them, and he doesn't lie to them like the parents of the adults. Kids love him, adults hate him, women hate him, but they'll still sleep with him. Why? Because he's fucking Uncle Nick. And uh, So get those two books, Uncle Nick and the sequel, Burning the Midnight. You can find those on Amazon.com. And then uh, Frank Servi also has another book called Where Pretty Lies Perish. Uh, that's uh, another book that you could find on Amazon. That has nothing to do with Uncle Nick, but is uh, more of a philosophical book about pretty lies and they perish. Girls, I don't know if you'd like it. It involves truth. There's lots of truthies. Oh my gosh, there's truthies! I don't want to listen to the truth. I just want to... What's it like? You want to be told lies your entire life. This just isn't the reserve and domain of women. Just what's that like to be lied to? To the point you end up like that kid who was sitting on his ass yelling when Trump got elected Or Sheila Le- Lebouf, Leo Buff, the guy who ruined the Indiana Jones series. you know like whats what's that like? Like you, you were a Hollywood star. you have several million dollars. You started in a really shitty but blockbuster nonetheless, or, or, or mainline uh, movie. you must have got paid something. Now you're out there... Well, I guess you went to jail and they took down your um, your little art thing there, Sheila, Sheila, Shea, Shanaqua. I'm sure the name could be made fun of. But, how, I mean, look at... That's what happens when you're lied to. You end up like him. We will not divide us. He will not divide us. All right. Oh, so let me tell you... There seems some some confusion, so let me explain the story here. Everybody... Well, not everybody, but most everybody in Florida saw I was driving out there. And said, oh my gosh, you're hanging out? Let's go do it. Okay, so let me explain why when you texted me or emailed me, uh, I was already at Denver International. It was Friday night. And it was again, a night like this where it's kind of like, well, I, I, everyone's busy. Uh, you know. And I was like, I, I cannot sit still. So I'd hit the gym, I'd done all this stuff, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something. And I feel most comfortable when I'm on the road. I don't know why that is, maybe it's like the, the freedom that comes with driving, maybe it's just a a constant but minor activity you do, uh, something to keep the mind stimulated. I just veg out and listen to podcasts all the time. I just like driving, I don't mind it. So I had to drive my buddy's RV, which is in Las Vegas. This is the one I drove out from Minneapolis out to, to Vegas, like I don't know, last year, six months ago. And so uh, here it sat, and I stayed in it. And uh, he wanted it strategically moved to Florida. This is my buddy who owns the RV, because uh, that's where he think it could get more business. So this is part of a ground transport division for the company that he runs. So as as a uh, a thank you for letting me stay in the RV, I say, look, I'll drive that thing out to Florida for you if you fly me back and you cover the gas. He's like, deal. I'm like, okay, thank you. And I was like, boy, I really got nothing else going on. And the the original plan was I would wait till the end of the month because the GF is flying out. She's got a birthday party. Everybody's coming out. Big party that Kerry Lutz, obviously, he's too good for. So is Chris Beckloff. I mean, I guess Beckloff, he's just, he's just... Chris is just too good for everybody. Everybody must go to the cultural mecca of Lancaster, Pennsylvania to visit Chris. If you want to see the great Chris Beckloff, you must travel to him. The fuck if he's going to go travel to you at some fun place like Las Vegas? <laughs> anyway. So, uh, where was I? Uh, oh. Oh. So I was going to wait till the party and everything was done. And then March 1st, drive to Florida, fly back, take my putt-putt truck, and drive home. But I had like, I mean, it was, and I could almost feel like depression. And I don't, when I say depression, I don't mean like the clinical, oh my God, I have it. Just like, you're down. You're like, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to just sit in this RV and like write again and smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey and and become the next freaking uh, author that blows his head off, like Ernest Hemingway, or, or who was the guy? The eccentric one, if you're in Loathing in Las Vegas, Tom, Th- Hunter S. Thompson. So this would have given me agency, purpose. I said, you know what, I got four days to get out to, uh, no, I had five. I said, I have five days to get out to Florida and back. And I, that way I wouldn't lose time. I could go back home earlier. I could see some friends in Wyoming and and, uh, and Colorado. So I talked to my buddy and I say, Hey, um, how about I take it out now? You fly me back and I'll make it back with plenty of time to spare. And uh, he says, uh, Well, you're not going to make it to Florida and back in like five days or four days. I'm mean, like, What do you mean I can't make it in four? I can make it in four or five days. He says... It's Friday, you only got like four. I'm like, what? So I'm looking, I'm like, holy cow, I only do have like four. Now this then became a challenge, you understand. This almost became an insult. Where it's like, I can make it to Florida in two days. It's like, you're going to drive from Vegas to Florida in two days. I'm like, yeah, it's like 18 hours each day driving. He's like, yeah, with gas and this, it's going to take more than that. Yeah, maybe. So the old Claremeister, that's right, if there's a joke, we're going to do it. So I had to do it, gave me reason and purpose, and boom, 11 p.m. Friday night, I left Vegas. Got to Gallup, New Mexico, stayed at a wayside, slept, drove the next bit on Saturday all the way to Shrevenport, Shreveport, Louisiana, slept, woke up Sunday, visited my old man, visited uh, Undertow, and drove all to Shreveport to Tampa, Florida. Now, this is where the logistics you think that's pretty badass, which it is. And you girls, you know, I understand you you might want to take a moment, pause, pause and take care of yourselves. But when you come back, the story will continue. Uh, so that's only half the story. Now, to get back on time, to make sure I wasn't late or anything like that, I caught the two PM flight. Now understand you're losing time the further west or east you go. So I lost four hours compared to Vegas. And so I pull in at like 5 a.m. in Tampa, which is only like you know 1 a.m. in Vegas, so it's regular time. I go to sleep. I had to wake up at 10, so only five hours sleep, drive the RV to a Walmart where my buddy would have an employee pick it up, but I'd have to leave the keys and hide them because his buddy wasn't able to pick them up in time uh, or do a handoff, so I'd have to hide them. Then I'd have to go to Tampa International Airport from the Walmart, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wait, I can run that. i ran to Tampa International Airport before. I even know the route to go where the bathroom is so I can wash off and clean up so I don't stink when I walk into the airport. It's like, I I we'll do this again. We'll do this. We can do this. No, I'm not 42. I'm 25. I can do this. We can totally do this. This is doable. So old captain with his 42-year-old ass wakes up, drives the RV down to a Walmart, parks it, puts the keys in the secret hiding spot, and I had packed everything I had fit into my laptop case. Two pairs of undies, two pairs of socks, toothbrush, deodorant, comb, and hair goop. And the laptop. And then I ran. It's very hard and awkward running with a laptop case if you were wondering. It's kind of like you're running with a really obtuse football. Arms get tired actually. 82 degrees already, very hot and humid, very muggy, very miserable run. And I get to the airport service road. I'm like, here it is. I remember this. Yep, airport service road right here. Construction. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) No, don't tell me they blocked it off. Please tell me I can scale it. And it turns out they're adding an extra terminal. And the road I had normally ran up to get to Tampa International was turned into a light rail. So the light rail had been built, but there were no trains on it. So I'm like, okay, push comes to shove. I can hop this fence and I can run along the light rail. And hopefully none of the construction people will look at me. And uh, but that that turned out I didn't have to. I could run along the the side road. There's like a dirt trail that the construction crew was working. Saw the old exit that I had to run across to get to the you know, the blue terminal over at Tampa. There's the exact same bathroom. Went in, washed off, dabbled my little pits with a little water and uh, foamy soap. Put some you know hair, comb my hair, put the goop in. Took off the old sweaty shirt, put on the nice new clean shirt, got rid of the stink, put on some deodorant, went through the TSA pre-check because I'm better than all the other people. I'm better than you, but I'm not as good as what's the, what's the really high end one, the international global entry. Yeah, I don't have global entry yet, but I got TSA pre-check because I'm just, I'm just a better person. We're just better people over at TSA pre-check. Go in, go through the security, no problems. They didn't even confiscate my little tube of toothpaste. I was like, "All right, everything's coming up." Millhouse hopped on the plane, went to Denver. My buddy says, "Do you want this flight? I can give you this flight, but there's gonna be a layover in Denver." I say, "Hell yes, I'd love to hang out in Denver because that's my favorite airport, and they got good restaurants." and I need some time to do some work. Did some, some videos, did a ton of catch-up email that I couldn't do while driving the thing. Hopped on the last leg of the flight to Vegas, even fell asleep on the plane. Woke up, Bunny picks me up, drops me off where my putt-putt truck was, where the RV was, and I by the time we got back, it was two days and 23 hours. I did it in under three days. Under three days! That's some fucking Smokey and the Bandit shit right there. At the, the, the old Jack Burton, old Jack. You know what old Jack says? We can drive this RV across the country in 2 days. What the hell? Shout out to DT. I'd like to I'd like to endorse his his uh podcast called the blackbrigade.org, but he posts, you know, once every It's not even 3 weeks. It's a very obscure number, so you forget to keep tuning in. Uh, he posts every 18 days. It's a very interesting amplitude he's on. So, uh, yeah, check in and maybe he's got a podcast, maybe it doesn't. He always says I sound like Jack Burton from, uh, from um, that horrible movie I mentioned the last time. What the hell was it? Big Trouble in Little China. Don't watch that movie. So All right. Anyway, that's it for the podcast. If you guys would, uh, please vote this podcast up over on iTunes. I guess that, uh, aside from the subscribe, share, Twitter, follow, which you should all do, vote up. I don't know why, but the one thing that does matter is if you would kindly go to iTunes and vote this up and write a review, that would mean a lot to me. If you don't have any money, you don't want to do any online shopping, if you would take your time, which I know is just as precious as money. That's why I don't really uh, ask too many people of it. Uh, uh, I would really appreciate it if you just write a quick review or vote it up, uh, that would that would help. And write a sincere review. Don't go, oh my God, Aaron's the most crazy thing ever. Holy cow, was 1974 like a really great year? Did, did something like really amazing happen with, with the people? Because he's just like so Don't Don't write that. Just, you know, an honest review. Uh, share it on the Facebook. And please follow me on Twitter. For some reason, I just stalled at 4,700 followers. I want to break five. I don't know why. I just want to break five. I don't know what happens. Nothing happens probably at five. Jack Dorsey's probably like, oh, my God, you broke five. Uh, but follow me on the Twitter. And then uh, I'm also on Gab.ai. What else we got? Oh, check your nuts, men. Check out for testicular cancer. All right, that's easily preventable. Fidget with your nuts. Make sure there's no hard spots or whatever. Also check your prostate and the ass cancer and all that. Have the doc shove his finger up your ass. If you're in your later 30s or whatever. And then ladies, get the breast checked. Go do your, your breast thing. Don't just buy something fucking pink and ask otherwise upstanding, normal, heterosexual, strengthy, you know, men. Uh, to, uh, to wear pink. Don't do that. Go get a fucking mammogram. How's that, huh? How about that? Fuck wearing pink. Go get a mammogram. Because unlike all the virtue signalers and corporations in NFL, I actually would prefer you don't get breast cancer. So just, you know, it's kind of like rape. Hey, I don't want you to get raped, so uh, don't walk home at night naked. Don't wear slutty outfits at nightclubs when you're by yourself. And don't drink when you're with a bunch of frat boys. It's yes, victim-like. Okay, okay, I just don't want you to get raped, so please follow that advice. Uh, don't fucking do slut walks. Slut walks do not prevent rape. Uh, that's virtue signaling, and that's just mental masturbation. Same thing with uh, pink. pink. Wearing pink has never helped anyone with cancer. I don't know if you knew that or not, but wearing pink, or any color for that matter, it's not that you chose the wrong color. It's like, oh, should we choose orange? No, no, it has, it has nothing to do with the color. It's, it's a bit deeper and more... Of, biological than that but um, the whole world could wear pink and that's not going to lessen the number of women that get cancer so if if you would please go get a, a mammogram eat healthy and investigate practical actionable items that you can eat that directly affect your health and that would actually lower your chances of breast cancer and I know that's not the lies you wanted to hear. You wanted to hear, Pig, pretty, fight patriarchy like cancer cells. Oprah, write a book. Yay, People Magazine. I know that's what you wanted to hear. But since I actually care about you and I would not like you to get breast cancer, if you could please go get a mammogram, that would be, that'd be great. All right, that's all we got. We'll catch up with you kids later. Toodles.